Hey, Eugene. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Middle of tax season, that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> um, so what topic do you have for me today? So I guess like the greater topic is like what professionals are, but I have been thinking a lot about this whole COVID situation because it's been a year since like the U.S. declared like the national emergency and we had like, I don't want to say a party, but we had like an acknowledgement meeting where they were like, hey, you guys have been working from home for a year and one day before the national, you know, emergency thing, we were all telling you that you could never work from home and it's impossible. So I think that's been like on a lot of people's minds how how quickly we had to transition. And with the vaccine sort of rolling out and I think it it's supposed to be available to everyone May 1st um, in the U.S. So that's pretty like interesting news. And uh, I think a lot of times people have a lot of magical thinking about what like vaccines are, what doctors are. And it, like, it comes from a lack of understanding and a lack of like interaction with these people. But I do find it a little interesting how you would probably tell me that I've been doing my taxes wrong every single year and losing money and how I should have, you know, had an accountant. But when dealing with another professional, like you being a professional, me being a professional doesn't qualify us to sort of pass judgment on another professional's domain. So that that's sort of what I've been thinking about. I, I listened to some you know, other podcasts and they were talking about how you should always be skeptical when a professional with like a PhD or some sort of like credentials makes statements outside of their field that seem to sort of go against the general feeling of that profession. So like me as an engineer, I can make statements about accounting and how it's terrible or whatever I feel, you know, that, that current year. But that's sort of, sure, I, I have qualifications as like an IT professional, but I don't know anything about taxes. So what qualifies me to like be listened to? And I think a lot of that sort of thing happens in the medical field where people don't quite understand what doctors are or what like the medical system is supposed to do for you. So we could we could sort of start with that, like... Um, absolutely. I mean, medical, so my, my parents were doctors, um, and, um, it's a very different, you know, medical service, I guess. It's very different, you know, in Russia and America, and it's not better or worse in a sense that, you know, in Russia it's, um, um, kind of like social medicine, meaning, or whatever, social socialist medicine or whatever. Um, I don't know what it's called, but you don't pay for it basically. But, um, at the same time, doctors are like, Oh, it's a little boo boo. Just, you know, it's going to go away, whatever. Um, <laughs> which is not the same as in, in the United States, right. Um, in the United States, it's always do this test and that test and stuff like that. So I think that there is a huge difference and there's, um, like, on one hand, you know, there's a lot of, um, I guess, less 
motivation for doctors to really get to the bottom of of what you need because they're like they just want to like keep you know get keep, get you out basically as soon as possible um but here it's the opposite it's like you know let's treat you let's give you this let's give you that and the doctors are in medical groups um are usually um motivated to see as many patients as possible and stuff like that so they're more motivated to offer you treatment that you don't necessarily need you know what i mean so yeah and i've come across that as as i've moved every year we sort of were very very like adamantly i try to have like a primary care person in like my local area it's like it's it's easier if i get like hurt or something it's it's nicer to have your doctor have like visiting rights at the hospital next to you you know stuff stuff like that and uh like the the way that i come off to doctors is sort of professional to professional i come in i do my blood work i do my physical and they try to push you know whatever it is that they're sort of peddling or whatever it is that their specialty is so like obviously doctors are people and they can be biased by their own experiences and expertise so i i was seeing like a primary person and i think their like specialty was like neurology or you know whatever brain stuff and at the time i was getting a lot of migraines and i was complaining so this doctor got really excited and ordered a, a bunch of scans and tests and blood work and this was all like super costly and at the end there wasn't really anything that like came out of it like they did a bunch of tests and they they other than like taking Tylenol or Advil or whatever they said there was some like quote unquote experimental treatments that sort of sometimes in some people reduce some migraines sometimes and <laughs> with all these like qualifications i like i couldn't i couldn't like bring myself to take this person seriously and and i liked them and they were fun and like we had like good banter but like at the end of the day i was like hey like does this actually going to like do something for me and they're like well how much is the migraines bothering you and i was like i don't know like they they do suck but like, is this pill going to help me? And and their response was sort of like, it's not going to make it worse. You could try it. It's not that expensive. And maybe it'll help you. But it's always like a like a pros and cons. And for me, the, the cons of having migraines sometimes didn't... Like, I, I wasn't motivated to sort of sacrifice the, the side effects that could have happened. Because the migraines, I don't know, I just got used to them. It's fine. You know, here's the thing with migraines, just so you know. Um, I've, uh, you know, there's this one person who's like the, not authority, but he's like really good at um, reading a really long tax law document and basically breaking it down for accountants um, in like non-legal language kind of. And, um, um, you know, once I... um, actually went to um, a conference or whatever, and he was one of the presenters and he was just sharing about his career growth and stuff like that. And, um, and what basically what he, you know, he told his story and his story was that um, he, he moved um, from, he grew up in New Jersey, moved to um, I think Colorado or something. Anyway, moved to Colorado uh, or whatever. And um, 
started having, you know, he's a, you know, big outdoors person, whatever. Um, he started skiing, you know, like snowboarding or whatever, whatever he was doing. I can't remember, but he was doing all that. And then, uh, he started having huge like migraines and, um, uh, I think they've done all kinds of tests and stuff like that. And they couldn't figure out what was happening. And then he actually read up that, um, sometimes migraines, um, come from, uh, an aneurysm, um, in your brain that that's, you know, uh, maybe leaking or not leaking yet. It's just growing and, kind of, and that kind of stuff. And basically he, you know, he did, um, do that test to check it and stuff. And, um, um, and it was in fact aneurysm and, um, like w- with aneurysms, um, you know, they can burst at any moment, which, which is why it's dangerous. And anyway, so it was just to, to kind of give you a little heads up that you may want to check that if you have migraines, I may be a growing aneurysm. Um, so many scans like it. <laughs> they, they don't always check for that so just keep that in mind but i think the like the, the greater point isn't like my personal medical anecdotes about spending <laughs> stupid amounts of money on stupid scans it, it's more that i like this person and maybe they weren't the best professional or maybe they were i don't i don't know my interaction professionally with them wasn't really good but I think that it's important to sort of realize that in America, in our current sort of medical system, I think we do an okay job sort of treating emergency situations. Like if I came in with uh, some sort of acute, I don't know, like I fell from a ladder or some sort of serious issue, like they will patch me up and I feel like our recovery rates are pretty good. (laughs) Again, talking entirely anecdotally out of school, I'm not a professional doctor medical person at all but my feeling was if i came in with like a broken leg and it was some sort of like serious situation that like it's fine but when it comes to like chronic issues it it's it's very much about the relationship you have with your like providers and i like i I have to think of them as employees and i need to manage like their expectations and I need to manage what I expect from them. And a lot of times doctors are a little high and mighty and they think they know everything or the other thing that's like a red, a red flag for me is whenever people want to do tests and I'm a tester, like I'm a software tester. I, 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 I understand what testing is, but sometimes when you, test for things you're testing because you can not because it's useful and a lot of tests these doctors do they they do produce results there are metrics there are sort of norms that you can fall inside or outside of but the the metrics the like the the data that you get back needs to be interpreted and like a plan needs to be made that's individual to you based on like your provider's expertise and like a lot of times people like don't trust the provider or they want more tests or less tests or they want to do sort of like they want to take more drugs or less drugs or some people have a thing against procedures or some people really want to do like procedures. So like I have a decent amount of arthritis. I have asthma. I have all these like sort of issues 
And every provider I go to, they have a different approach. They have their own biases. So like I've had doctors tell me, you know, don't worry about your arthritis. If it gets bad, you know, we'll figure it out later. And other ones were like, hey, we can get you into surgery right now. And are you excited? And I'm like, no, guy, you can't, we can't do this. This isn't, this isn't what I'm here for. I'm here for a physical. So it, it really does have to do with like your relationship and like, I feel like these people are your employees. And again, this is, this is where I'm at in my sort of adventure. I've had many, many doctors cause again, we keep moving. And again, the, the, the medical field is super frustrating. The insurance is really, um, even more frustrating. It's so frustrating. And again, I just find myself like giving up and just like paying any amount of money for them to be like, okay, if you pay this amount of money, we won't talk to you ever again. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take two. So I like, I'm, I'm, I'm very skeptical with COVID where there's, there's this incentive to have like news stories and articles and books and everyone really wants more information. And there, there is information to be, you know, had there's research, there's people's like anecdotal experiences. There are greater studies that take these like experiences and sort of convert them into data. But it, it, it's very frustrating for me as a tester, as someone that knows sort of my field and like the misconceptions that people have about engineering and like programming and then I find myself having similar misconceptions about the medical field where I'm sure that I've said something stupid and the medical person that I was talking to was like a really good professional that they, they just didn't call me out on it. And they're like, Hey, this is what I think you're entitled to your opinion. And the relationship is weird because I am paying them. <laughs> so like how many times can you tell the person paying you that no, their opinion is wrong? So again, I try to find doctors that are honest and confident and sort of fun banter that I can relate to them, but these are just people. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, and and, and they are they're, they're using their best judgment to sort of figure out what you want. And a lot of times they they sort of miss and it's sort of on you to manage this relationship because at the end of the day, sure, they might have this like doctor status, but you're paying them. Yeah. Kind of. And you are. well, That's insurance it. is weird and doctors don't deal with money or something. Like the whole system is made to I think of it sort of like restaurants where like yelling at the waitress isn't gonna do anything for you if your meal was cooked poorly. And that like layer of abstraction sort of protects the chefs. And I feel like that's like a very common pattern in a lot of industries where you can't actually yell at the person that messed up your thing. And I think it's fine. I, I, I caution people against like reading or doing their own research and like mystically thinking that their opinion is good because well, you're not a professional in this field. Of course, you're entitled to your like your own opinion. You know your body in whatever way you think you know it. But uh, like, surround yourself with good professionals and people you trust. And medicine's like very personal. And I would caution against reading an article, being triggered, 
and forming some sort of opinion without consulting your greater sort of expertise of people that you know in these fields that are working like actively on the thing that you're interested in or triggered about. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So, you know, you mentioned a couple of things, actually, you mentioned that doctors don't deal with money, but um, for example, you know, the doctors who deliver children, um, they know that they are getting, you know, twice as much money if it's a C-section um, as opposed to um, a natural delivery of a child, right? So even though they don't deal with money necessarily, they're more inclined. And I've certainly, I certainly know a number of people who've been sort of pushed into um, as, like a surgery, uh, basically, um, as opposed to the doctor trying or waiting a little bit to see to see what happens and like if it's you know it's one thing when it's when it's absolutely justified and it's like an emergency but it's another thing which you know in the united states i don't know if you're aware it's about 50 percent of of surgeries basically when the children are delivered and that's that's a lot right and then that's why like there are like patient advocates and i forgot what they're called when you're pregnant like the person that's supposed to like have your back and doulas sure and yeah like patient advocacy is a huge field that like i don't think a lot of people participate in i've never had like an advocate for myself i always had to sort of question the decisions in real time myself and obviously i don't know anything so like when a doctor tells me to do something i sort of ask them if it's a good idea, but that's the same thing as asking a waitress if some like menu item is good. Like, yeah, everything at the restaurant's great. Every procedure I recommend is good. Look at these, you know, graphs that we can produce from your blood work. But it's like super frustrating on the one hand. And I don't want to blame professionals because I know of like a fair amount of people in this like field and they're just also overworked and it's not their fault. And like, hospitals and these uh, like urgent care facilities that just churn through patients they they they're good at some things if you if your kid has like a broken finger they they can fairly quickly point you to like the CVS across the street you can buy a splint you know here's some painkillers follow up with your primary care in i don't know a week but when it comes to like managing chronic conditions or when there's new research like now, our, our our company is berating us with meetings after meetings after meetings of, you know, professionals that are like dictating policy and how we're going to get back to work, and like fine, but I also know that they're just doing this for communication versus wanting our input. Where when you go to the doctor and they're like, it seems like you have this condition. What do you want to do about it? I don't like people that sort of push you in one direction or another. And there are others that try to explain to you. And like, obviously you can't explain to me your like 20 years of medical experience in four seconds. Just like accounting. Yeah. Like, so I feel like it really has to be a trust-based relationship where at the end of the day, it's the patient that's like accountable. It's your body. If you agree to disagree or, if you have like a conflict with your doctor you can choose a different one and for example with this covid vaccine you might have some perception of it 
but that's nothing compared to like the perception of the scientist working on this, you know, vaccine. And you're never going to meet that person. <laughs> so you sort of have to surround yourself, I think, with professionals that you trust that sort of are on the same wavelength as you, that that you trust. And the second you're like, hey, this doctor told me a thing and I read an article that's different, talk to your doctor, see how they react. Because they have the expertise to sort of interpret and contextualize what you're reading because they're in that field. I think that ultimately, and it's very similar to um, accounting as well, it's ultimately your responsibility to kind of um, know you're not supposed to be, you know, a doctor or you're not supposed to be an accountant, but it's your responsibility to know, um, to to kind of take charge of your body, like you said, and um, it's your responsibility to really um, understand kind of what's happening, what your options are, maybe look for more options. If that's not, you know, if it's not the, um, if something doesn't feel right, but it's ultimately you have to pay attention to, to that and you have to make the decision whether it's to change a doctor or, um, that you're not like, like, for example, I'm very, um, anti, um, surgery, I guess, anti-intervention into my body, right? External intervention. So I will look for options other than that, if there is an issue. Um, and then obviously I'll do some research. I'll, um, maybe ask a second or third opinion and stuff like that. Right. Similarly, it's the same with with taxes also. It's I think it's it applies to many professions, also IT probably, where, you know, um, like in taxes, for example, you know, people think that if someone's preparing your taxes, um, first of all, their value is based on the amount of refund you get, or 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 um uh, you think that they're good, for example, and that, you know, if anything, they're responsible. But the truth of the matter is we are never like responsible for you claiming the wrong deduction. If you tell us if, if, and we, like, I have to do backup of everything that you provide to me so that if there's ever an issue, a question or a dispute or a concern or audit or whatever, I can prove that you gave me this information. And my job is to present that information, take advantage of the tax breaks and stuff, but it's ultimately you are the one signing the tax return. That's not my tax return to sign. It's your information and you sign that you've reviewed and understand it. So yes, you don't understand everything that's on the tax return, but it's your responsibility to learn to see um, whether stuff is more or less done right, whether it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, th there, there is a desire, I think, for a lot of people to give away this responsibility. And a lot of professionals will sort of take it. And I, again, that's a red flag. Like I, when I deal with professionals, I want information and I want their informed opinion, but I'm using, it's sort of like the president has their cabinet and sure the president doesn't know everything, but he surrounds or she, uh, they, they surround themselves with people that they trust and of course, if like the Secretary of Energy recommends a policy that ends up being bad, like it, it, it's more complicated. But ultimately, the person who is tasked with making the decision is responsible, even if they got bad information, even if they didn't have all the facts. And as a person, sort of like living in America, it is 
ultimately your responsibility to like take care of yourself, take care of your family, take care of your own situation. And it is on you as like an adult, as a citizen, as whatever you want to say to, to surround yourself with people that you trust and that you're comfortable with knowing that there will be mistakes, that there will be, you know, misconceptions sort of like back and forth disagreements, but like, it's fine. We're all just trying to figure it out. And doctors aren't like magic. They can only like test what they can test and they can only offer what they know in their, you know, expertise or experience. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Eugene, great conversation. I'll talk to you next week. See you.